Nothing beats $12 a day parking, the cheapest, most convenient and flexible option. Summer Breakfast. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome overcast Melbourne morning. We're hopeful the showers don't arrive in Sydney for day one of the third test. A beautiful day down at Portsea. Uh, yesterday. So Portsy Pro-Am back for the first time in 10 years. Victorian Ben Wharton leads by three shots after day one after firing a seven under 64. But the big winner, no doubt, particularly financially, was Daniel Beckman. A hole in one at the par three, seventh, earned him $100,000. And Daniel's been good enough to join us this morning. Hello, Daniel. G'day, mate. How are you going? Uh, well, but I'm tipping you're going better. How does it feel waking up $100,000 richer this morning? Um, I don't think it's quite sunk in yet, but it's, I don't know, it's pretty insane to think about like the odds of that actually occurring <laughs> and on that hole, and it's just amazing. I don't know. Now, of course, uh, you would have been listening to the show yesterday morning. We were talking about how there was a $100,000 prize on that par 3.7. So what... When you saw the ball roll in, or when you found out uh, it rolled in, you you would have known you won a hundred grand, right? No, no <laughs> idea. I, I, I literally got halfway down. I could, I was, uh, I don't have the best eyesight, and I'm standing on the tee. We did, had no idea it actually went in. We got probably halfway down the hole, and I got my my rangefinder out to see if I could see the ball, and obviously saw that it wasn't there, so it must have gone in. And one of my playing partners, Darren, comes over, puts his arm around me, and goes. Mate, you do know you just won 100 grand. I had no idea there was even a prize up for grabs. It was insane. Yeah. I'll keep going because Simon uh, just having a little coughing fit <laughs> as we as we speak. Uh, what does it mean to you, Daniel? Uh, just tell us your backstory for, for a start. As you, you battled cancer, uh, T-cell lymphoblastic lymphoma, um, which was yep. given a 16% chance of survival at the start. So just take us a little bit through uh, your backstory with your health battles, first of all. Yeah, sure. So um, I, do, I got diagnosed when I was uh, 28, um, which is pretty old for that type of cancer. It's a, it's a pretty rare one, but um, it's a pretty aggressive one also. So um, I basically found out on a Thursday I was working full-time at the time um, and I started chemo on the Friday. It, it sort of all turned around that quickly. Um, and, yeah, I was in there for, for three years um, in the uh, Libby Newton-John uh, Hospital just in Heidelberg in Melbourne. And, um, yeah, I was obviously lucky enough to fight it off, and, and I kind of said to myself, if I, you know, if I make it through this, I'm going to give golf another shot, and, you know, I'm back out here playing again. So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. Daniel, where were you with the golf pre your diagnosis? Yeah, so I, I I started playing when I was young, when I was like 12 years old. I had, I had a pretty solid amateur career, and I turned pro at 21. Um, I played on the One Asia Tour for a few years, um, and in Japan. Uh, then I stopped playing golf for a little bit. I just needed a bit of a break and a bit of a change. Um, I started working full time, um, and then yeah, that kind of that all happened, and it kind of I guess kicked my ass enough that I uh, decided that you know I needed a change and. And golf, I still like love as a my passion, I guess, in life, and um, decided that you know could give it another shot. So, went to tour school that year, and uh, luckily enough to get my card and yeah, you know, back out of your plan again. So, pretty crazy. Are you a different player now to what you were? Oh, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Like a lot more, obviously, patient, a lot more. Uh, I guess mature for sure. Um, you know, you don't sweat the big stuff, I guess, because. 
you know, after going through something like that, it's, it changes your perspective on life a little bit. Like you do realize life is pretty short and, you know, it could be obviously, uh, you know, taken away from you at any time. So may as well do the most or, or do what you love in life rather than doing something to kind of pay the bills. So, yeah, yeah, no, I'm 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 really enjoying being back out here playing again full time. And Dan, do you find already that 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 helps you to be a a calmer body when you when you're playing a game of golf? You know, even to to a situation of standing over a putt today that you yeah. know may may put you you know in front in the Portsy Pro Am. Uh, do you feel you're a more controlled person? I uh, definitely, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that kind of. Um, when you look at the big picture, uh, you know, playing golf, like we all love it. And obviously being a professional, we all have very high expectations of ourselves, but it's, it's one of those things. It's a lot easier to kind of forgive yourself when you're not quite perfect or when you're not like, don't have it that day or something like that. You don't, you just don't sweat it as much because it's not like it's, it's golf at the end of the day. It's a game. And, um, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Like when you come home. You know, I get to still see my my partner. I get to still see my dog, my my dad. You know, my brother. So, you know, it's 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 one of those things that kind of yeah, like I said, puts everything in a, in a much different perspective than what it used to. Yeah, I like this quote. Uh, you did an article with Golf Australia magazine about twelve months ago, and you said, "I go out there, and nothing is a big deal. What I was going through was life and death. This is not life and death. You had a bad shot. Who cares? Am I going to die yeah. if it's in the rough? No, I'm not. Exactly right. That's a hundred percent correct. Yeah, and it'd be fa- it'd be fair to say. Um, if you had a bit more cash in your pocket, you probably wouldn't be playing at Portsy uh, this week. You'd be over at Q School trying to get back on that Asian tour. So now that you've got that $100,000, what does it mean? Well, what are you going to do with it, first of all? And what does it actually mean for your golf? Uh, so basically, it's just going to help me stay out here for longer, to be completely honest with you. That, that's all it is, really, um, at the end of the day, just trying to keep yourself out here for as long as possible. Um, so really, that gives you kind of like, it makes definitely the next few years a lot easier. That's 100%. Like, for, for any of us that are out here playing, especially in Australia, trying to get to, like, a bigger tour like Corn Ferry or DP World Tour or Asia or wherever it might be, wherever you want to end up, it just makes that process a lot easier because golf, at the end of the day, is a very expensive sport to play. Like, there's a lot of travel. There's a lot of hire cars and flights and, and accommodation and all those costs add up pretty quickly. So it just helps us kind of – it helps alleviate that, that stressful part of the job, I guess. Daniel, in a perfect world, where, where where is the tour you end up on in the next mm-hmm. two or three years? Uh, I'd love to be on the European tour. That's always been a dream of mine. Um, obviously, like following guys like Adam Scott and, and, and that type of path, like they obviously all started there. Obviously, ended up on the PGA Tour at the end of the day, but I think everyone, like if you're a professional golfer and you're not aiming for the PGA Tour, like that is the biggest stage. Mm-hmm. But um, in, the, in the short term, definitely I'd love to be kind of on that uh, on the European tour or even Asian tour would be great just to kind of give myself a good stepping stone up there. It's been a professional golfer, Daniel Beckman. Holland won yesterday at the Portsy Pro-Am, $100,000 in his back pocket. So $100,000, Daniel, does that all go to golf? You mentioned you've got a partner. Is there anything uh, special in store for her, potentially with the money? Um, uh, well, well, like, we'll have to see. I, I honestly have no, I still haven't even processed really that it's occurred. So, but yeah, definitely. That'd be definitely a present for her, 100%. And did any, uh, we know it's a pro-am. We spoke to Brendan Goddard yesterday. We know he hits a, a very good golf ball. We saw on the news last night, Max Gorn looks like he was spraying them everywhere. Rory Lobb was missing two-foot putts. Uh, did, did any of the, 
other sports people down there do anything good with the golf club in hand yesterday? Do we know? Um, honestly, uh, like when we look at the scores, we only really see our professional kind of <laughs> scores. Obviously, Betty Warden had a great day yesterday and, and uh, like Matty Yeager and the boys, but it's um, honestly coming out here, like playing, especially when you're playing with some amateur partners, it's more just of a fun day. Like we just try and make sure that they're having a good time. And, and, you know, afterwards, like I stuck around for pretty much the entire day yesterday with those guys, and had a few beers with them, had a chat and all that type of thing. Yeah, it was honestly the, 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 what they have going down here at Portsea has been, uh, like especially yesterday, was so much fun. They've had a band on last night. and Yeah, it was a good, really good day. Any sympathy for uh, Michael Wright? He got a hole in one yesterday, just at the wrong hole. No 100 <laughs> yeah. grand, no car, nothing. Yeah, yeah, mate, sometimes it's all about timing and luck, I guess, right? Like you just got to do it at the right time and get lucky. Well, Simon and I wouldn't know because we've never had a hole in one. How many, how many have you had, uh, Daniel? Uh, this is my sixth. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> Sorry, oh. uh, no, ever, ever, <laughs> I get that response a lot when I say that. Funnily enough, old, old style square toed footy boot, and you just kicked me straight in the gut. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm tipping. Uh, you probably have you ever got any money for the previous five hole in ones you've scored? No, no. This is this is my first hole in one in a professional event. So. Um, I, I guess just doing it at the correct time and the correct hole was the, was the winning uh, winning out. But uh, no, nah, the rest of them were just in local comps when I was a bit younger, maybe uh, things like that. So, what time are you hitting off today, Daniel? Uh, we're off at ten thirty today. Right. Who are you who are you playing your round with today? Are you in twos or threes? Uh, it's, we're in threes. Um, I'm playing with David Branson and DJ Loper. Right. Okay. Ah, well, yeah. David was playing with Brendan Goddard yesterday. Mm. So we see you on yeah. top of the leaderboard by the end of the day, <laughs> mate. Look, we'll have to go out there and definitely give it a good nudge. Um, obviously, Benny's seven under, and I'm only one, so I've definitely got a lot of work to do. That's for sure. Uh, Daniel, well done. Just just on the health. So, is it f- uh, remission for about four years now? So, I'm assuming is it just a twelve month checkup? What do you have to do with the health these days? Um, so it's more just uh, every every so often casual checkups. Um, it's once every six months now. Uh, I go in for like blood tests. I go see my hematologist to make sure everything's still okay. Um, but that that'll be coming less and less as the kind of time goes on. Um, once they, once you get past five years, they notify you that that's classed as being cured. So um, then it'll just be if I feel unwell or I might feel some of the same symptoms, I got to go back in and see them. But from there, it's kind of just business as usual and hopefully like nothing kind of rears its ugly head again. Good luck, Daniel. Yeah, awesome, Daniel. Uh, well done. It's a great story. Good luck out there today. And as we you know, we hope to see you on, on a tour, uh, whether it's Asia or Europe, uh, very shortly. Uh, thanks so much for your time. No worries. Thanks, guys. Great to chat to Daniel Beckman. $100,000 uh, for a hole in one uh, yesterday, and it's going to be uh, very important for his career. So well done to, to Daniel, but he's got some work to do to catch Ben Wharton. Seven under 64 leads by three. Uh, former former Portsea uh, member, so he knows the course very nicely. Oh, is he? Mm. Tough course, Portsea. Never played Portsea. You played Portsea? A tough course. What do you hit off? A oh, fair few. <laughs> fair few. <laughs> What were the weaknesses what in would, my bag? The clubs? Yep. Mm. Putter? Yep. Three, four, <laughs> seven. What would they handicap you for this event? Hence, no invite. Yeah. <laughs> Those 
You know those crowds that line the side. No, I wouldn't let them stand the there. Look out, mate! It'll be dangerous. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't be getting too me. close if I'm spectating a pro am. No. No, I'm just staying way out of the Absolutely. Road. Hey, let's get the latest uh, odds from Sportsbet. Happy place. Go to a happy place. 